So welcome to another episode, or should I say the second episode of our podcast. Today we've got a, a great guest with us. We've got Mason Taylor, who's the, the founder and the director of Superfeast. He is a wealth of knowledge. I haven't spoken to him that much myself personally, but I followed him on the social medias and his company for a couple of years. And he was really one of the inspirations for me to jump into this space when we were early in the days of neurotech and we were looking into what was out there, nootropics, supplements, herbal tonics, and things along those lines. His company was one that really jumped out to me. They're doing some amazing things, combining some of the old Taoist tonic herbs and all their, their components together and providing the knowledge in the background. So it's not just the supplements and the ingredients they're providing. They're giving you the knowledge, the understanding. So you actually can get the most out of it. It's more than just taking a supplement. It's the, it's the understanding. It's the, the connection to these ingredients that really stand there and keeps them apart from the competition. That's something I respect in the company, something that we, from the start, have tried to emulate and tried to bring on board in a similar nature. So without further ado, I'd like to jump in, introduce you to Mason. And this conversation goes a lot of ways. So be prepared to get some Nice insights, hear the story behind this great company and learn something that you could put into, into your life every day. Just make it a little bit better. Hey, my man. Oh, I can't hear you yet. I think I'm on. There we go. Hey. How's it going? Good, right here. Good, good. <laughs> Perfectly on time. I just saw your message about a minute ago saying you might be late. I mean, I've always, I've got a thing about being late, so I'll make sure that if I, there's any speculation about it, <laughs> mm. I'll, I'll try and give my, give everyone some time, but worked out. Yeah, good. well, I mean, first up, thanks for jumping on. It's always great to connect with like-minded people. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, good to tune in. Been, yeah. I think it's been a few months on Instagram that we've been, do you, yeah. do you manage the Instagram? Yeah, so it's shared between myself and Philip, the other the other co-founder of Neurotech. So it's a bit of both of us messaging back and forth. But I mean, I know we've reached out recently, but I know personally, you and um, Superfeast, people we've been following for quite a while. Love what you guys yeah, are doing. But yeah, Thanks. Uh, Thanks, if we want to jump into it, man, there's this, I think it's always best to start off with a little bit of background. So I could probably give you an introduction, but it's probably better if you could just share for everyone, everyone listening, everyone is around, what it is that mm. you do and really just how you got into this, what your background is. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, great. Happy to share. Yeah. So whenever you're ready, my man, that would be awesome. I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. Lead the way. Hey everybody, um, Mason Taylor here. Pretty stoked to be here um, with you, man. Um, yeah, so I run, uh, I run Superfeast. I guess that's how I'm known. Um, I run Superfeast with my fiance. I've um, been doing this for about nine years. Superfeast is all about Taoist tonic herbalism. So it's been over a decade for me when I um, kind of had my point where I was like, hang on, like I'm, you know, something's going on with my body and kind of dropped in and decided that I wanted to take myself on a bit of a different trajectory mm. and jumped into the deep end of, gosh, what do you even call it? You know, exploring <laughs> how to potentiate myself, detoxification, went down yeah. all kinds of um, radical diets. You know, for me, mm -hmm. it was kind of the raw food styles in the beginning to help me get my body 
um, clean and clear and learned a little bit about myself, the way my organs work, my cells work. But for me, right back in the day when I was studying herbalism and detoxification and all these things, instead of actually listening in my lectures at university in my last year, I have um, really been drawn to um, the the Taoist theory, which is um, an, an old school Chinese theory, which, you know, even the word Taoist and the label, we can kind of let go of. It's just a bunch of people looking to potentiate themselves mm-hmm. and be healthy and be in the rhythms of nature. And there are particular herbs that they found in their long-term pursuit to be in, in rhythm with nature and themselves mm-hmm. and be uh, potentiated and cultivate lots of energy in their body that they would use yeah. long-term. And that's what Superfeast has eventually become. And I get to teach that philosophy and that includes mm-hmm. all types of medicinal mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I know lion's mane's a big, you know, you're a big fan of lion's mane and you know, your crew of art. And, you know, over the years, I've just, you know, been educating about health and, you know, the detox pathways in the body, how to cultivate energy in the body, herbalism, tonic herbalism, um, adaptogens they're known of, known as mostly in the West, and that's, you know, yeah, there's yeah. some parallels there. And, um, yeah, all the while, just, you know, just, just trying to rock on, keep a sense of humor about it and, you know, just enjoy how to, you know, how to, really embody what we're to, you know all these things that we we talk about i live up in byron bay got a got a young family up here and yeah just yeah that must be can. a bit of a challenge trying to balance all of that with the work and with the business as well tell you what man it's been good since i got back from la just yeah. under a month ago and went into mandatory quarantine because i missed the i missed the non-mandatory time by nine hours i flew <laughs> back from la and um, we went into two weeks. And so, you know, I or our three-year-olds out of her couple of days of, um, you know, day, family daycare, uh, you know, my fiance's there. Well, you know, for us, it's, it's, we can run the company um, from, from where we live, but it's been really beneficial for us yeah. to I slow feel like down. A lot of people are in like a similar, but I know as well, myself personally, working from home has been almost like more time to do stuff. Like you can't go out and do other things. So it's really good to be nailing down on the business side or for myself, like studying as well. So I bet you're in the Mm -hmm. same boat with that. Massively, man. And look, the whole, when we, when we, a lot of people come to myself and Superfeast to hear Mm -hmm. or to learn about what can we do for our immune systems, Mm -hmm. you know, right now, what can Mm -hmm. we do to protect ourselves right now? And there's a lot of association with all these herbs and these things. And, and that's all well and good. I love these protocols and these somewhat they can be reactions towards what's going on in the world to what we can do and Mm -hmm. that is good to an extent to be able to recognize that you need that but then you know on the other side it's just us being proactive (laughs) but on the other side of things it's what what are we consistent with for years and how are we getting in the rhythm of our bodies and allowing our bodies getting into a rhythm that's reflected by what's going on in actual real nature around us? And so what's happening right now where we are is we're transitioning from that late summer humidity vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, you can even feel the mosquitoes have started to go and yes. all of a sudden all the butterflies and the box are here and there's condensation on the grass and on the cars, you know, in the, in the morning. And so, so there's been a change in season. And so from a Taoist perspective, we're going mm-hmm. from a, from a, from a yang, you know, mm-hmm. we're going from the peak of yang in summer, it's starting to come down in late summer a little bit. We're mm-hmm. harvesting the most we can out of all this, you know, this, this vibrant energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I think we're descending. Now we're descending. Now it's time to actually reflect on the year that was mm-hmm. and realize what was working 
what wasn't working. And from there, we are in the process, in a really heavily in the process of getting into um, learning how we get into our own innate rhythm that's going mm-hmm. to lead for, to our potentiated health over a decades and decades long span. So it's a beautiful opportunity right now for us to do that. That's been something I've been thinking of as well. Just there's a lot of negative coming out of what's happening at the moment, but there's also, like you were saying, a lot of potential and positive for people to actually take the time and take their, get like the, the opportunity to learn about their immunity, what they can do about it and what they, what's out there, what, what they can use, uh, supplements, different practices, things like that. One thing mm-hmm. I wanted to touch on a bit more, and you're probably the man to ask, is that the Taoist influence on the supplements and things. I don't know if there's, I don't know that much about it personally, so I figured you mm-hmm. would. How does that kind of tie into you take this supplement, but the, the whole philosophy behind it? I don't know if you want to share how you feel that that's different from just taking a supplement normally. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, supplements are a segment of our modern lives mm. that can often seem reductionist and they're this they're literally in the word they're supplementing what's missing and what's wrong with Mm -hmm. our diet and our world and that can inherently be disjointing however there's if we can get into a uh, if we can take a little bit of the charge away from Mm -hmm. that there's definitely for me when i take you know when i get into my supplementation routine in the morning i call it my supplement ceremony specifically to overcome that that um that element and from a Taoist perspective supplementation it's it's not so much of a thing but what is a thing is what we can touch on the the closest is how they would identify particular tonic particular herbs and and minerals and and those that herbal banner that can mean particular um mushrooms and we're not talking psychedelic here we're talking tree mushrooms just for those you know that that aren't familiar with the conversation the more that are immunologically driven they're chi herbs they're spleen herbs and digestive herbs um we're talking um plant-based barks you know tubers berries that kind of thing flowers there's those types of herbs there's Mm -hmm. animal herbs like ant and deer antler velvet yeah and then there's (laughs) minerals like pearl right and then mm-hmm. and other particular stones that they'd grind up and that was kind of the way they'd be like look we've got our 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 basic diet but then there's these other elements that we can work with to bolster us and we can work with them long term so that they help us get into the rhythm of nature that's the that's the the entire thing is to get into the the cyclical rhythm um on a macro level between super activity and that just real dormant yin that's yeah. that's that can happen in, a, in our lifetime and so that can balance. happen in a day right mm. and so then there's throughout our day there's there's a, there's a rhythm and there's a hormonal rhythm we know of you know we mm. went up and bang you know the cortisol you know we want that there and then at the night with the melatonin starts creeping in a little bit further that's the rhythm that we're trying to get in sync with and that happens on a yearly basis mm. as well absolutely and so that's when I look at supplementation, when I'm taking, say, for me at the moment, my supplementation is just mostly like, say, like a nascent iodine, um, uh, 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 cod liver oil from mm-hmm. Rosita is the only one I really, I really like. It's not non-fermented. Um, they're done doing it in a real traditional way. Perhaps a vitamin, um, you know, a real like clinical grade vitamin D with a bit of vitamin K, animal based, you know, doing those kinds of things or whatever else I'm doing. 
um, I've really, I've really had to work on getting my, my mindset um, mm -hmm. out of a dominance, not getting rid of this completely, a dominance of looking what gain and, um, you know, what's the objective here and what agenda do I have? What outcome do I have? I like that a little bit because I'm not going to outcomes. I'm not going to bloody take it anymore. <laughs> but majority is how, you know, when I'm and you need to have a real like decades long span of your life and your health and this and you just, how is this now supporting me and really getting into that rhythm of my own life, my rhythm of my emotional state. So I'm a really you know, for just for me to sit with, I can feel like I might have my things I'm cocking up big time, but I feel I'm moving towards being a real, you know, beautiful person for myself and those mm -hmm. directly around me. That's what being in rhythm is absolutely about. And I know that would resonate with yourself and, and everyone listening. Yeah. It's what we're looking for. And so I call it my supplement ceremony just to take away a little bit of that because my mind is always analyzing and wondering and, you know, getting like wrong and right about things. So mm -hmm. that comes to me from the way that the Taoists approach tonic herbs. So that tonic herbal element that mm -hmm. comes from over 2000 years ago, when we see one of the fathers of Chinese medicine, Shen Nong mm -hmm. created with, and it's a collaboration. It's attributed to him as a collaboration and especially over many thousands of years of collated wisdom. Long time. Um, yeah, long time. Yeah. And, um, but this is the first Materia Medica of, of herbs that was created. And so in that Materia Medica, which is useful as we go into civilizations, we're not living on the land. We don't inherently know what herbs are for what um, purpose or intention. Can I have that herb now? Or is that just for when I'm sick? Right? So that kind of yeah. thing. The that knowledge Materia is Medica, not common. It's not just in our blood anymore, you know, and that's, uh, that's where materia medicas are useful. And in that materia medica, there's three grades of herbs, inferior, regular, and superior herbs. And all that means is the inferior herbs are slightly poisonous used by a clinician or someone who knows their body and able to overcome something that's you know, gone too far and you're actually, you know, you're living with a disease regular herbs, normal herbs, that middle, that middle grade of herb, those to deal with symptomology, right? Mm -hmm. So you're dealing like an antiviral kind of element, like level. Mm. Then the superior herbs, these were the herbs. Um, there's not a lot of them that they, they saw. We can work with these long-term in order to potentiate the chi and the energy of particular organ systems to help particular organ systems at particular seasons. We're in autumn right now. So we're mm. looking at lung herbs. Lung metal is the season. So we're looking at herbs like cordyceps mushroom, astragalus, white attractor lodies, these mm. kinds of herbs, poria, turkey tail mushroom, reishi mushroom. These are lung invigorating herbs. Mm -hmm. And so right now at this season, you know, they'd work with these herbs, you know, especially at this time, but not exclusively because these herbs, like some supplements, you can even use this. When is this a supplement that I'm using because I've got a little something going on and I want to overcome it and just hit it like coffee, mm. you know, that's the coffee. <laughs> Much as we treat it like a superior herb that we can embed into our lifestyle long term. <laughs> it's more it's of not. an addiction for most people. <laughs> yeah. it, and that's fine. It's just, can we get it to the point where we, we want coffee but don't need it? That's, that's yes. all. That's all. And we, we can talk about that a little bit. But that, so we can see which supplements we're taking that are those mm -hmm. that are just like helping us overcome something in like a short term, a symptomology, problem solution. But where we want to essentially live from the Taoist thought is mm -hmm. to stay in a place of harmony 
and work with herbs and in this instance supplements as well i think if you're working inside um and you're not able to get um full body sun exposure all year round then it's it's wise to be supplementing something like you know a therapeutic grade like i'm doing a 10,000 iu with vitamin k animal based vitamin d right now just because you know i'm like at as much as I'm able to get out there quite a bit and get some sun, it's not to the level that I need, especially when I'm working in the office, right? And so that kind of fits still into that. It's just helping me move down my little river of life nice and smooth because we're going into winter, we're going into a low sun, we're going into, you know, it's going to be cold. I'm not going to be out there naked, like sun, you know, sunbathing as much, although I do recommend people do it all year <laughs> yeah. round. There's like a core principle yeah. of health. And so that's how i yeah that's how i approach supplementation and it can it can potentially that can take us into a you know conversation what, mm-hmm. what's harmony from a Taoist perspective all harmony is is all life is is we're changing from yin to yang all the time everything in our body yin to yang yeah balance is all the cycles it's everything it's just cycles. waking sleeping stress going running sprinting resting they're all just cycles and can we surf it yeah and where the energy in our body changes and goes through because all life is changed. That's why one of the mm-hmm. fundamental is the yeah. book of change in Taoism. The only fundamental it's, thing is change. Yeah. Like in, in that sense. And, and so if we can change with grace, mm-hmm. then you're looking at some pretty potentiated health, mm. really potentiated. Our, our culture is excessively yang. Mm-hmm. And so we can, we, we have somewhat, a lot of us have an easy time really finding that potentiation and that yang element and, mm-hmm. and, you know, are really working to cultivate a lot of that, that yin, that real stillness, that mm-hmm. real, like realizing just how much it takes for the body to stop slow so we can replenish bone marrow, really, can, you know, really replenish and build blood. That's especially women, you know, mm-hmm. women are running on blood, men are running on chi. Men have our yeah. own downfalls, but you know, in that instance, like, uh, you know, post bleed women, you know, wow, what a yin time to really stop, slow down, not get caught up in that like hyper yang of mm-hmm. the Western system of go, 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 do, 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 and build blood. Cause it takes a lot to build blood. And mm-hmm. so it's yin yang. And then it changes through the five elements of the body. And so the five major organs. So as we, you know, as we go from the, the wood liver, yeah. heart fire, yeah. Spleen, spleen earth, lung metal, mm-hmm. kidney water. All that is, is areas where our energy, our chi correlated, you know, to our emotions when there's a blockage of chi, when we get excessive bursts of emotion, which are good clues to where we can work on. That's just mm-hmm. where they're changing. So the medicine is working, ensuring that we're getting just a good smooth transition for the entirety of our life of yin and yang through the five elements, wuxing. Now, when we can do that, that's when, when we're in harmony, mm-hmm. we can direct building particular energies of the body. And from Taoist thought, there's three primary energies of the body. There's the, the dense kind of like wax of the candle, which is our jing that yeah. lives in our kidneys. Yeah. Now, sexual vigor, genetic potential over the rest of the entirety of our lives, our ability to keep nice strong knees and lower back for the entirety of our lives, strong, flexible juicy bone, good bone marrow, foundation of mental, um, mental potential, cognitive potential. That's the kidney jing. You know, it's correlated to the telomeres on our cells and our ability to replenish tissue, you know, reproduce cells, heal tissue. 
then that's one primary energy. That's where we start. So if you're living off coffee, we're draining gin. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I we get, get you. away with it when we're young. You can get away with it, and then eventually, you you might catch it before it gets like you know you're really tapping yourself out, and you're really mm-hmm. you you're really leaching minerals, and you're really leaching your genetic potential and your capacity to heal and not get sick. That's your gene. It's like your gene living your kidneys. It's foundation. You, know? you feel it. You, you know, feel it, and it's not right. Yeah, absolutely. You're off. And one of the things that happens immediately, um, you know, just you, you've got no libido. Right? And that's like, it's the amount of guys when I was back in the day, start getting started with Superfeast, I spent four years at markets, um, yeah. just talking to people about tonic herbs when it wasn't cool. Reishi wasn't cool. Mushrooms weren't cool. Lion's mane wasn't cool back then. Until taken and off the now, of, Oh, man, they took off now. We have positioned well um, now. Like I've been talking about immunity for nine years, yeah. you know, like well beyond in a, in a business setting and then you know, beyond that. So yeah, positioned well now. But back then, the, the amount of guys that would, and women, but, you know, guys that would come and just be like, oh man, yeah, like mid twenties, you know, like, just late, like late twenties, nothing, not able to get it up, you know, erectile dysfunction, yeah. um, premature ejaculation. These are all, there's many, um, there's many, um, psychological factors and emotional factors there but it's a it's it's 100 a lifestyle factor and Just we can very out of yeah. interest there when those people were coming to you what kind of things were you doing what can you do to help them out with kind of the herbal tonics and even lifestyle changes so i know there's a fair so, few people out there yeah so obviously there's many elements that we're, you know, where we're not going to be able to touch on everything because I don't want to have it feel like I'm dangling a carrot in front of any, like I'm in front of the donkey. Yeah. But I would immediately, um, you know, we'd, we'd look at the diet, of course, and we want to make sure that it's appropriate and easily digestible for everyone. Processed mm-hmm. foods are going to be shit, mm-hmm. you know, shit for the dick, you know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Never said it before. And I probably will never say that again. But <laughs> right. I will immediately go... Um, I would go to a jing jing herb, mm-hmm. right? So I want to replenish kidney essence and mm-hmm. especially the yang, the, the the mostly the yang jing for men with that a little a little touch of yin jing as well. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're looking from a Western herbal perspective, could be counterintuitive, because a lot of the herbs that you would use um, would be you know slightly estrogen mimicking when what we would need to be doing is removing excess toxic estrogens from the body at the same time. Yeah. Yet it doesn't work that way when you get into Taoist thought. We're talking about energies and we're also talking about herbs that aren't reductionist and that they might be slightly mimicking in a, in a um, biochemical sense mm. you know, you know, for, of, of estrogen, yet that may be, you know, the, you, know you, you can't, in excess, it might not be the best thing. It might not be the mm-hmm. most amazing thing for guys to be having a whole lot of Romani or Hoshu Wu, like excessively yeah. is the main thing that they're doing, but mm-hmm. it works into a formula beautifully. And so Yang herbs, deer antler velvet, if it's bad, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you sometimes, that's why you need an animal herb sometimes, that, yeah, of that yeah, velvet. Yeah. And, and I can give you links for me at the deer farm if people mm-hmm. have questions about the, yeah. um, the, the ethics and that of um, deer antler velvet, because I love that conversation as well. Yeah, especially older men who are going through andropause, the male um, the male equivalent of um, menopause, which men don't have to go through. Like that's a sign that you have really leaked your jing when you go to when you go through that huge hormonal shift and you make that move towards basically being infertile because you constitutionally don't have the energy to be giving 
towards fertility anymore. So you can get that's, to 1900 without it. That's an interesting thought. I, like I always have the thought when these kind of questions come up that is it more of a societal just thing based on what we do, how we live, and it just becomes accepted, even though that's not really how we have to live and how we have to leave it. Because I see there's a lot of things like this, like people get old, they get frail, and then they die. That's just the way it is. But that doesn't necessarily, and there's evidence to show that's not the way it has to be. So mm. that's, that's always something that fascinates me. And going back to the, the science of it you mentioned, the estrogen mimicking molecules and something and along those lines, that's something that I know a lot of people uh, that I've spoken to about the whole Taoist or uh, Eastern side of not Western studied ingredients, supplements, medicines, and thing like, things like that have like where they withhold from because they don't know the hard science. I, you, you just mentioned some like that. So the science is out there, isn't it? There's a lot of science out there with, with these herbs. I mean, if, if it gets classed as an adaptogen, um, and not even like, and now beyond that is just, there's, you know, even just classic formulas have been, um, now it's at the point where it's like double blind placebo. And that was the reason why for a long time it wasn't accepted in the West because they didn't have double blind placebo testing. What they did have was say formally 2000 years of clinical data. And that's worth something. Well, yeah, you would say so. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, I get why the Western mind doesn't want to accept it. And I get why the Western mind doesn't want to accept classical Chinese medicine. What they want is now the diluted Western, Westernized traditional Chinese medicine, because traditional Chinese medicine, when what's getting taught in acupuncture schools in Australia right now is really, they're, they're going off um, biological markers, um, Western testing, and they're talking about they're talking about diabetes they're talking about cancer whereas in a classical sense that doesn't exist yeah. not to say that they can't work side by side but you the can't past. go and have one person talking english and one person talking spanish and expect there to be understanding they're different systems and classical chinese medicine at its core when you study and i'm not a, i'm just a hobbyist i'm i'm into Taoist tonic herbalism which mm -hmm. You know, I, but I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a patient of it. I, I, you know, I, I, I study it as just a, a lay person, you know, and therefore I advocate for the understanding of the lay person to know what we're dealing with and to know what kind of practitioner we're going into clinic with if we go and get acupuncture or know what's in our power, where we can use that folky wisdom in our own lifestyle long-term, stay in harmony versus having it be locked up in the institution of the medicine givers. And so classical Chinese medicine is literally just based on a person's yin yang and their wuxing, their five elements. Where are they out of balance in their five elements? How do we track it back? How do we, there's six levels. If they've, if they've got a pathogen, they've got something wrong with them. Where is it in their six levels? And how do we either help the body to move it through or mm -hmm. get it out? There's no, cancer and no diabetes you know yeah. that doesn't that doesn't exist and so that's a such a i don't know if i can say the f word but that's <laughs> you that, you know, that you really, yeah, well that's a that's a head fuck right if you have cancer and you've grown up with that terminology your whole life to go to an acupuncturist it's like well actually in australia you have to um you have to pass that patient on to an oncologist. So that's why many acupuncturists um, are not allowed to treat it, even though their system 
and I'm not saying whether this is wrong or right. I'm just kind of telling you what's going on. Um, it's, it's interesting. I don't get to talk about it too often. Um, they, they have to pass that patient on, even though their system, which is a 5,000 at least year old system, and of course it goes beyond that, is perfectly able to deal with it if it's possible, right? Yeah. And potentially they can work side by side if there's a respect for the fact that don't make that acupuncturist take on the terminology that you rely on. And likewise, you know, the other way around. So yeah, go, go for it. Now, I think you touched on a really interesting point there that there's different ways to approach the same problem. And it's not necessarily that one is wrong or one is right, but the different tools that we can use for different reasons. And that's something that really has interested me in the last couple of years. How can we bring in these other practices like mindfulness, for example, has become so well accepted now, but for such a long time, it really wasn't. And now it's just come back around. Now we have the understanding. Now we have the Western science as well to back mm. it up. So that's something that like I, I can see, and I, I think you probably have more insight that that is happening across this space, across all these different kinds of not Western, but traditional things with the thousands of years of backing and the evidence in the results that they do work. It's not just because it hasn't been tested and measured. Yeah. The results are there. Like that's, that's what fascinates me. I'm, I'm a little bit of a, I, I lean more towards what are the results, what's been shown. But no, I know people struggle with that, but I'm excited. Where, where do you think this is going to go and how quickly do you think that this will come full circle and it will become almost like meditation is mm. like fully accepted. So all these different tonical herbs and all these different practices. Yeah. I, th I think it's just a little bit of a maturing between mm. different institutions, basically. I mean, it's such a, you see it already. I mean, doesn't like a, someone who's in, you know, classical Chinese medicine, mm -hmm. acknowledging that there's been testing and confirmation of what's known as diabetes. Mm -hmm. As long as if, if, like, if there can be a mature conversation and be like, ah, and allow a little bit of a cross-pollination to mm -hmm. occur without the prejudice of the other institution dominating the, the, the proven roots of your system. And you can just draw a couple of extra tips that are useful, you know, yeah. without letting it dominate. That's, that, that, that's it. And I think we need this big fireworks conclusion of complete integration. And because we grew up on Disney, we think it's just going to be all just this super happy, everyone's happy. And yeah. what it's, it's just going to be this real slow ongoing conversation. And it's going to be exposed. A lot of ego is going to be exposed. Mm -hmm. The Western mm -hmm. medical ego is off its head, mm -hmm. off its head. There's that the whole, there's a whole yeah. principle in science that even though ideas can be disproven, they don't become main mainframe until the scientists from the previous generation who brought out the eyes before eventually die and pass off. Then the new ideas finally become accepted. That's, I find that frustrating, but I, I can see how it works. And I think that's something that we need to have a bit of patience with as well. Let it play out. Like yeah, I, I agree. I think it's moving a little bit faster these days. The, you know, the, the old codgers are getting left behind very quickly because we have yeah. so much autonomy and those that are true um, sages, those that have true wisdom, because what can't, what you can't dissect is the fact that the modern human isn't that different to the ancient human is that if they've spent the time developing not only their critical thinking, but their ability to, you know, hold opposing ideas, 
to call themselves out when they're wrong and to not get stuck in dogma or an identity you know like it's like that's the, the, so many people and this is where you see people be they're old and they have a lot of credentials but they're nowhere near being wise and sage yeah. But there are those people that are creeping through. And because we've got good bullshit readers these days, you know, as a bit more, those people are, and that we've got social media, they can talk, right? And so the old, the old, you know, the like, you know, stuck in their way kind of people. And there's young people that are stuck in their way and yeah. they're boring. They're not <laughs> mature enough to have a conversation. And, you know, like, just look at what's going on with all the COVID 19 stuff. Mm. Everyone is talking with such conviction that they're right and they just and then they don't really know like <laughs> of course we don't know. Yeah. they're not no wanting to, there's no they're attention seeking which mm. is fine we what 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 is occurring as well mm. i'm so guilty of it you know i only <laughs> speak with this much passion because i'm i'm really trying to work on it within myself mm. is there is an emotion being experienced about what's going on yeah and what we do is we make an emotion or we have a reaction, but we make an emotion about the emotion, right? Mm. Rather than not just projecting it straight away. Hang on, I'm feeling this, therefore I need to know what's happening. This is outrageous. I'm, I'm fearful, that's wrong. And now I'm gonna go and sit in that, that, that emotion about the emotion verse yeah. just respecting the fact you're going through a process. You know, there's a lot of people going through a lot of grief, a lot mm -hmm. of fear outrage confusion am i being lied to is it do, do i understand is this a complete like, do i understand the extent of you know what's going on in the deep state right now mm. or people going outraged that people aren't listening to the you know to the common narrative coming through the media about well, you know whatever yeah they're not what we don't have in our culture and this comes back to immunity and finding harmony and sovereignty in ourselves to allow us to get to that point is feel your feeling Mm -hmm. You sit with your feeling before you go and project it and use that for fuel because you're on, you're on fossil fuel at that point. You're not on renewables. You're on the, you know, you're, you're, you're not self-perpetuating. Self you're putting coal, you're trying. And so you need that emotion to burn mm -hmm. and you're, it takes a lot of energy and a lot of blockage of chi in your body to create that emotion. So what do you get addicted to? Your vices, that yeah. thing that actually blocks the energy from running through your organ system so you can get that that, mm. that fear, excessive worry, that and but mostly the resentment and the anger. And bang, you project it or you go, this is safe. Mm. I'm gonna create an identity around this. And that's and we just feel if we just feel the emotion and you just mm. be with it. Once you've felt the emotion and you feel you're not at a point where you're gonna project it, then we can go forth with a bit of presence. We don't, we're not so boring that we need to attach ourselves to ideal ideology and we can have ongoing conversations and inquiry about what's going on. But most of all, we can see what's in our control in our immediate yes. environment. Yes. That's a massive thing. And um, one thing that you touched on that I fully agree with is people are acting out of fear at the moment. So they are, they're hearing about this and yes, this, there's something bad happening in the world. Yes, it's scary, but they're acting out of fear, which isn't, Logical. So they're actually out of fear and they're connecting with something that they think might be right. But because they're not in their higher state of mind, like they're acting on like the lower, the amygdala, the animal state of mind, what they're projecting mm -hmm. is more emotion based. We're emotional beings and we justify it with logic. But if you're running on emotion, you're going to pick any logic that will fill the gap and seem right. It isn't necessarily the case. 
Man, you hit it with the amygdala as well there. Like, because that's why, that's mainly why adaptogens went off two years ago. Mm. Because Mm. what adaptogenic herbs are working on and people saw it as a balm for their, you know, for for their excessive stress response. Because Mm. what happens is majority of the time, the shizandras, um, you know, adaptogens are the herbs, you know, that are classified as those in the the 1970s, the Russians, you know, I know you know this, but the Russians have said, that they have a non-specific action in the body, they're going to have an accumulative effect on the body and they're going to cause no additional harm or stress to the body. Yeah. Right? There's caveats to that, but that's how right. the Russians determined it. And that's how it's seen in a Western herbal model is what an adaptogen, adaptogen is. And when you look yeah. at the data, it's working heavily on the HPA axis. So the, the conversation between the hypothalamic pituitary and adrenal axis mm-hmm. and that, that, that endocrine regulation, that's correlating to the nervous system, being able to switch beautifully between the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system where we're having a rest and digest and then we're you know, potentially um, you know, having fight, flight or freeze. That, what, that what's not seen in that HPA access is that when you get, when you, when you start getting out of rhythm and it's a rhythm, right? You know, you know, like endocrine systems are rhythm. Yep, it's a symphony. Is. And if the adrenals are tapped out, they're out of rhythm. And so your symphony sounds like shit. And that sounding like shit's an uncomfortable place to be in, in the opera house mm-hmm. with, Violinist that's dramatically out of tune that becomes irritating and that's what it's like in the body and when that's happening that can it 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 makes us susceptible to clicking over to the amygdala as you said those fear centers and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the way i have an indigenous mate who explained it to me really really well like like many many years ago he was talking to me about walkabout and he was like you know after war or a severe trauma naturally we're, we're, we're stressed and we know in this, you know, the nervous system is going to be stressed going through a high, like a tense period, mm-hmm. um, death, you know, adrenals are going to be tapped out. Endocrine system is going to be tapped out. Yes, it is. Therefore the amygdala is going to click into its survival, um, you know, its survival mode and just keep on projecting. Cause that's all, that's our last, that's our last resort. We need to project mm-hmm. the past and our speculations of the future as reality and he's explained it he goes what he didn't he wasn't talking about the endocrine system because it doesn't matter to them because they've got the this is the perfect thing he's like yeah. oh, okay doesn't matter. know what works it's like a projector and so we're just projecting the fact that after war you know everyone's after you and you you know that you know or that you know that 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 trauma of losing your mother or your brother it just continues to project and project and that just becomes your reality. And so that's what we see when people are highly strung out and stressed out coming from that amygdala, that little arm and you know, shape center is that, that projection of all those emotions that are survival emotions. And what he was saying in context of walkabout, he was like, that's where our relationship with nature is so pivotal. And so we'd say, go, go walkabout as long as you need. And in that process, this is this this should be done every day or every week but he's talking about in you know in that tribal context like clinical setting like bad emotion you know real bad caught up emotions from trauma yeah you go walk as long as you need and because there's no other stimulus you it keeps projecting and it keeps projecting those memories and that speculated future so the fear, resentment, the worry, all that stuck chi and all that stuck energy that has nowhere to go. And so he was saying, as you watch the, say, you know, the trees in the wind, mm-hmm. or you just, you're walking along, you're watching the waves, you're watching the ants crawl, 
And there's, you, you enter into a relaxed state because in that, in that environment, you have no other choice. If you spend an hour there, you have no other choice. You're going to get downregulated when you're grounded and you're electromagnetically tuned into the rhythm yeah. of the earth. So at that point, those memories, he explained it, like that tree branch will eventually, that, that memory will project onto the tree branch. And because your mind knows it doesn't need to remember or hang on to that tree branch or that wave, because it's just mm. a rhythmic movement, you can start to let go of that, st that stagnant memory or that chi or that emotion and just gently release it along with the tree moving, with the wave, with the ants and that's an ongoing process and that's a part of like that's why that connection to nature consistently is so important right and that i mean that's like that's so you bring up the amygdala and then bam you know that's like that's why everyone you know it was great when adaptogens went off i love that people are on adaptogens you know i've been talking about it for many many years in the context of Taoist tonic herbs but they're mm -hmm. adaptogens you know you're working with adaptogens as well yeah. they're beautiful but far out, they went off and that was, there, there was the, you know, that trend, you got to watch it because you don't want to allow things to become a fad mm -hmm. because that's when they are, the reduction, everyone was like far out. These are making me feel great and helping me relax and I'm going to have these in my diet forever. But it was a crutch. They're trying to use it like coffee to help them perpetuate a lifestyle that's not sustainable. Yes. And that's yes. not the point. That's, That's exactly. why I like talking about Taoist tonic herbalism mm. because there's a philosophy that if you try to use it too long in an unsustainable way, bang, it just whacks you and just shows, sorry. And if the herbs are processed in a particular way, you can see if you don't have the respect for yourself, you actually don't have the risk. You know, the herb will stop working for you yeah. eventually. It won't become detrimental necessarily long-term. It just won't work with you that you know in that long in that way it requires you to change your lifestyle and match the results that you're getting from a tonic herb and or adaptogen you need to feel that you're building that in yourself you are building that organ function in yourself and then you can use that allied friendship and just you know the fact that you're consistently using a herb at a recommended dose whatever you need to match your sleep movement sun exposure diet to help match that potentiation that you're doing mostly of your body, the herbs only doing a little bit like realistically. Yeah. I think you pretty much hit one point. I always love to touch on is these supplements and in supplements in general, they can be used for a short term until you can get yourself back in order. If you have a deficit and that's why you're taking a supplement, you can't keep taking it forever. You need to figure that out. It's like you were saying, the sleep and diet, nutrition, the exercise, get all that in order you may find that you don't even need these supplements anymore. And that's, that's something we always preach on about something we have seen firsthand, like experience ourselves as well. Oh, we'll keep using this caffeine or this stimulant and it will work until it doesn't work. <laughs> and then you, worse yeah, than until it doesn't. Yeah. And that's, like, Dude, that's there's something. so many elements you, you, like the sleep, the sun exposure. Like why, why do you feel you need to be so socially active if you know you're exhausted? Why do you continue to disappoint yourself with that asshole element of yourself? Now let's just take a step back and mm -hmm. all right, I can just discharge all the morality about being wrong or right. But am I, you know, am I going to use this energy to really work on that over the next five years? I'm going to really go and meditate on that part of myself and ensure that mm -hmm. I really want to blossom as a human. I really want to make sure I'm blossoming. And I'm like a beautiful human for everyone around me. And it's going to, 
if you get too caught up in the wrong or right, you know, I, so many times I'm like, you know, today and I'm like, watch myself kind of react towards my daughter. And I'm like, I could, I could start spiraling a few years ago. I think I might've, you know, cause I just didn't have the, I didn't have the gene. I didn't have the kidney essence, the foundation. I was just doing too much. I'm hustling too much, <laughs> super successful over there. And I could just accept that's the way I am. Deal with it, everyone. And just compensate. But it's, it's worth the change. And, and that's, that's why I, that's why I really like the tonic herbal philosophy because you can't really, you know, eventually you get to the point where you can't take the herbs mm. without them starting to unify with your movement practice. I think right? that's it because you can, you, one thing that this touched on for me is like the power of the belief in the stories that are behind these things. Like the, the whole Taoist you were talking about, the whole philosophy, it doesn't matter if it is right or wrong. If you connect with it and it's right for you, then it's going to give you benefit. It's going to put you in a more like productive state. It's going to put you in a happier mood. It's going to put you down the path to become the person that you want to become. And that's something right. I think that a lot of more people need to understand and bring back into their lives. It's like the belief and the, yeah, the stories I'm, one that's learning this myself. I used to be very uh, like science-based. If it's not science, it doesn't work. But now I'm, I'm very yeah. much changing on that now. Which is cool. I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to appreciate the science more and more. I tried to, I tried to force myself into that world and mm -hmm. just realized it was, you know, square into a round hole. But you just mentioned there, you know, the, the, you know, the, um, just, just that nature of like, even, you know, even if you don't have the scientific data, if you just, if you have a relationship and you go into it, you, something's going to come about from it and you can split that into a yin and yang. So the yang will be, you know, you, you potentially will, you'll still, you, you, you were drawn to it. You will feel calmer and you will, you know, you, you potentially, potentially feel a little bit more energy and that they're, 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 they're yang. That's, that's great. We, we want that. The yin is being able to look at, what can we glean from the experience? Mm -hmm. So that's why, like yin's like, we just, we're, we're in the stillness, we observe, we see what happened, we see what we let go of, and we see what's, you know, and we just learn and we become a little bit wiser. And you've got to be still for that. And that might be that I was really drawn to this herb and therefore I thought if I take a tablespoon of reishi, which I did for two years, if I take a tablespoon every single day, sometimes two right. tablespoons ending on, a 10 day water fast of just with reishi, just basically dieting on reishi, you know, and I got beautiful things out of it. But what I also got out of it was what didn't work. Hmm? Right. I learned <laughs> from that. Important. Yeah. Or in a clinical sense, a herb doing something to you, but I just want it. And then all of a sudden that creates a little bit of diarrhea, even though you thought, hang on, these herbs, Jing herbs are supposed to be all just amazing and they're just adaptogens yeah. and I can just take adaptogens for whatever I want. And why did it do something not good? Oh, amazing. What is that revealing? Yes. New life. Right. So, and yeah, if you have a good clinician, great, you know, they can pulse you and then get your pulse. They can look at your tongue. Yeah. They can potentially look at something, but you can figure it out a lot of the time just on your own. You know, we can How talk do you to feel? Stuff you got the what are the results? Wrong. Yeah. What are the results? What, what, what's, what's it revealing? You can look at how the energy of the, you know, the body works. Potentially, you, you know, in that instance, sometimes, you know, very rarely, but sometimes people will take kidney jing herbs and create that, that power, you know, within the kidneys. And so that energy will start ascending up into the body, but they don't have enough spleen chi. They've got too much of a, you know, the, the dampness of their diet or the fact that their spleen digestive fire actually doesn't have the potential to, um, 
to, to deal with the, the what's coming in through the um, digestive tract, yeah. that will then cause that little bit of a running stool. But as soon as you then start working on your digestive system and in, include like a chi tonic like astragalus, mm-hmm. potentially it goes away sometimes. So it's a big mystery. A lot of the time it does, but you know, we're not, we're like, we're, we're kind of speculating. This is invisible jigsaw puzzle and you're learning your rhythm. So when things don't work, it's, you know, it's 101. Don't, you know, don't get, you know, don't, don't hate on yourself. Don't hate on yourself. If you got fanatical about a particular diet and you ended up killing your microbiome or if you know if you if you smashed your endocrine system or if you've screwed your liver through you know going ketogenic for like too long you know like and you know whatever it is ah cool gleam what you learned in your resilience and your your will to be healthy and your your potential and then the yin what you know really let it go where where, where's the wisdom drippings so you don't have to because this is the this is what everyone does you need an identity. I'm going to kick back against what I did or who I was in the past. And I'm going to formulate a new identity. Yeah. I'm going to run away. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, that's, you know, it was like, those herbs didn't work. You know, I don't trust them anymore, but it's daunting. If you don't understand your body and you're starting out, it's very daunting. I got a lot of empathy for that because I get overwhelmed as well. Sometimes things are coming up and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Uh, figure I it out. Do. I don't know what to do with my body. Okay, cool. Feel the emotion. That's okay. That's that's part Feel of the, the process. emotion. Yeah. Go through your go through your process, and that's such <laughs> a, you know, that can be seen as such a like a lame bypass to just go through the process, and it is if you don't actually feel the emotions that you're feeling, and just yeah. get some respect for them, because then you can you understand yourself, right? You know, you can just that's all we need to do is understand ourselves a little bit more. Doesn't always have to be a shrink that tells us or an ancient Taoist text or a yogic text. Those things are just giving you a little bit of insight. You've got, you've got, to, you've got to sit with yourself. Just on, on that note, something I, I see if a lot is people start to get into the supplements or the fitness routines or things to get healthier. And then they start to understand the importance of the mental side of it. <laughs> like that's something that fascinates me. It is, it is all just two different sides mm-hmm. of the same point. Your health is half or probably more than half the internal. So the mindset, the beliefs, the things like that, as much as it is what you do. So the external, so what you eat and the supplements, that's something that like, I can see growing and I'm excited about. I don't know if you, if you guys see mm. that from your business or the, the customers and oh, things. Yeah. Like, that's well, something oh, that, massively. I mean, it's, it's at the point where you almost, you don't even have to fish to see whether someone's into it it's it's basically an assumed at this point that people are aware of their mental state in one way or another which is a pretty beautiful thing not that everyone we should assume but it's it's you know there's much there's much we can go a lot further with it i mean and something i'm such a heady guy um i can really get stuck in my head despite the fact that i relate more to a Taoist, slippery, like poetic philosophy. Mm-hmm. I'm very analytical. Um, I find the beauty in the philosophy though. Yeah, well, me too. I find the flow. I need a little bit of grounding sometimes. And even in philosophy, at some point in philosophy and herbalism and all these things, there's what's real and what's not. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, you know, what you can discern as something proven that mm-hmm. you can say, you know, you might have your subjective 
um, interpretations and you can be real about those but there's something objective and ontological about the what you're what you're saying it's not a it's not just a license to go and say whatever you want and if someone tries to tread on you say screw you you're just a reductionist like western heady institutionalized asshole and you can, you're not allowed to kind of like put that down you know put me down you know no you're sorry you need to go out there and be in your exploration off with the fairies you know and you know don't become like a mentor right now don't try and tell people how to live their lives right now. Be very open about the fact that you're exploring and you're most likely going to change. That's where mentors come in. That's where, you know, the elders going to come in. Just be like, look, mate, settle down. Just settle down. <laughs> Just share your art, right? Just share your art and inspire people. So this is where for me, bypassing the mind is a little bit what I've been needing to do. I can get really bogged down in the, anal the analyzing of my mind and my thoughts yeah. Yeah, yeah. and my emotions. So for me, just coming down and just, you know, this is where it gets a little bit, it's for me like a bit, it has been ambiguous in trying to get down to the sense of just bypassing that and getting down okay. to the energy of my body, which is even bypassing the physicality to an extent, which, you know, I've had to really like spend some time and think how I feel about that and sense how I feel about that. Mm -hmm. But it's ultimately, that's, it's, it's been my ultimate saving grace to myself is just just feeling what's circulating through my body not getting caught up in like you know cool it's just this is just a very you know it's a very bland one-on-one -on -one practice but it's just you know it's just the consistency of it is isn't bland That's and isn't easy just feeling that energy and so when when you know when when it's when it's all coming up and then the emotions are coming up towards you know my fiance and towards me feeling trapped in my business and you know because mm -hmm. i'm a creative you know i can't be bogged down with these like nuts and bolts conversations i'm too much of a free spirit you know like yeah, or yeah, yeah. you know my my daughter you know is doing something and i'm reacting if I don't have time in life, and this is a skill, definitely not perfect mm. at it, but I don't have time to be analyzing my emotions and going through the psychological processes that I've learned through, you know, through very helpfully going through personal development courses over my years, going, just allowing that distinction to be and be present and just bypassing it and starting to feel the energy of my body and what's going on within the energy of my body. And that's something that obviously everyone can just be like, gleam and then go i'm going to make that mean for me whatever it means for me but i that that especially right now when we're coming into a time of yin when yeah. we're, we're kind of in autumn and we're starting to descend it's less it's less of a time for going and looking for all the gains and all the outcomes and you know sitting there in our meditation which i like i love to do i'm like oh yeah i'm kind of like feeling this going through this meridian, <laughs> and then like on my cell like wow i can feel this going on with my cells and wow i was really present there and this insight came wow what a good idea okay back to my yeah. practice you know that what's really difficult is just sitting in the spaciousness and that little bit of that infinite infinite of your body that that microcosm of the universe that's living within your body that microcosm of the macrocosm right just as a philosophy i don't even know if this is real how could Doesn't i potentially matter. How could I say if it's useful, that's fine. And, but what's useful for me is not getting caught up. Is that being my belief system where I get offended if someone says that's not the case? Cause I don't give a shit, you know, and I'll let it go. Cause it's not about the belief for me at all. But if you can just, if it gets me there and I'm feeling that spaciousness and I can feel potentially 
the 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 innate energy of my body in real life oh, it's it's just you know as as it's happened for billions of humans mm-hmm. who, have, who have done this you start mm-hmm. to be able to get more of a smooth flow where there's not this jolt between the input and the output there's this this you know it's like what well, you know like you know it's like you know playing tennis and mcenroe used to say that everything used to slow down yeah. and he just like he slow just the process. You know, bang, and he's just in that flow and um it's it's difficult because we chase flow states and it's yes. it's it's something that consistency of a stillness practice is going to be need need to be present, and that's seemingly very boring when you're in a, such a like yang you western said, world. It's it is very much the cycles though. You need the flow. You want the flow to get some things done and make some make some progress on things, but you also need the calm to slow down. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's such a weird one because we you know we we potentially we need the yang of like trying a technique to get us to this place to be like I don't think the technique was aware of it was getting me to this place this is very unique and and special and then eventually the technique doesn't matter and you arrive and you meet the same place again and again and again and you can sit with yourself and um you get very real with yourself in in that world and then in real life bang you can hopefully you know turn it on a little bit more and it doesn't matter what's you know all of a sudden societal you know societal norms don't matter as much um you know what's you know what's considered cool in your click or what's seen as winning in your click or whatever yeah. it, they're, they're way less important and so sovereignty emerges at that point and mm-hmm. just you know those 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 older people that have that swagger about them mm-hmm. they're so productive and good at what they do and they have cool so much integrity, yeah but they just don't give a shit yeah they're just doing what they do and that's they're so you can see they're calm they're confident they're happy they're enjoying life because they're accepting it and they're like okay this is what i'm going to do and they're not projecting on anyone because that's what like you when you're when you're projecting your beliefs and you know this is this is how it is you're too stupid to see you know unless you're doing like i don't i I think that's fun to do Mm. facetiously but in the in in the the name of comedy i think that's fun I think there's a way to express yourself. You've got to find what your way to put like a, a curve yeah. on, on the sharpness of what you need to express. Mm-hmm. Um, just almost taking out the piss out of yourself first or taking the charge away from it first. But they're just, they're just, you know, they, they these, 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 these sage people, like these sages and, you know, they're accountants, you know, whatever. Like it doesn't matter. Like I say, I use the word sage. They're just wise assholes that just like, just, you know, they they they've got a, they've got a chuckle, about them and they just don't project upon you, but they can hold their ground firm. So, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, if anything, if there's anything to take out of like this moment of what's going on at the moment mm-hmm. with the lockdowns and all that kind of stuff, whenever anything crazy happens, it, it creates more malleability within the world to analyze itself and for ourselves yes. to um, really go in and, and have a little bit of a check out of ourselves and you can change the course. Um, so you can really sit into yourself and look down the barrel of your life and you can mm-hmm. look as far as you can. And if you can look 40 years, if you can look two years, whatever, you can look 50 years down your track and really feel into where you're going. You can start to change the course. And then in that sense, you create more of a magnetism towards mm-hmm. these practices like beautiful sleep, stillness practice, you yeah. know, you know, the, the, you know, the real nourishing food that represents you doesn't just make you right in a particular dietary click. You know, mm-hmm. all these kinds of things doesn't make you rad on social media and all these things. Perhaps you might become more magnetically drawn to things that aren't easy to communicate on social media. Therefore, you That's have more fine. richness and you're not a boring 
dropkick. You know, <laughs> you're just, you're actually an interesting person that you, wow, I need to let this develop. You know, yeah. that's cool. That's a good opportunity right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's it. That people need to really like follow that and dig into it and go along what they need to learn, what pulls them in. Good. Uh, just picked a question in me when mentoring that switching mm-hmm. gears a little bit onto like the, um, mm-hmm. This is like, we're both talking about the same kind of thing. People need to go and do what they do. But I'm always interested in what can we do to help them? Like what can we do from sharing from a social point of view, social leadership or a business point of view? Like, I want to know, like, what are your thoughts on the best way we can go about that? Man, it's a good question. I'm not, not particularly sure. I'm, I'm, mm. This year, I feel like I'm in a point where I feel like I'm, or like, you know, it's my, like, just to be clear, like my, my fiance, Tani, she's like, she's the actual, like she's running the business. I've set up the business and got it to a point. And then four years ago, we turned up. So I'm not here under the facade that I'm actually the one doing like a lot of the nuts and bolts. I'm kind of running a lot of the marketing and being the head of the face of the company. Mm. I feel like we're doing something really right in the way that we're communicating. Something's really clicked. Definitely. And, um, and I think we're just, we've got, but it's, it's become, we've had a lot of surrender to just how much um, non, you know, like we, we have a lot of dialogue around finding everyone's essence within the company and it's really nonstop. And that, you know, that has in the past looked like we've tried to go for that too early. And so we've had like just too many dead end meetings where we're trying to force an outcome yeah. versus just coming back to the consistency of the practice of what we stand for. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because, I, you know, I'm coming up on, you know, next year will be 10 years in the company. And I was someone who, when mm-hmm. I started, wanted to be where I am now yesterday. You I, know, I can relate like, to that. <laughs> yeah. And I really had to drag myself through my egoic, you know, mud, you know, mm-hmm. to, to do that. And really, I, I really cocked up a couple of times when I was trying to reach for something too quick. Yeah, um, it's part of the process. Though. Trying to, yeah, trying to model something. And I'm not, I'm like, I, you know, modeling can be fine if you're like getting investment and you're getting external expertise yeah. and you want to do that. I just mm-hmm. don't have, like, I will, I just don't want anyone ever to be telling me how to run my life or my company. And I needed, this is my dojo. So I needed to learn, you know, I'm kind of just like came to that point where I'm like really growing into being an adult through, you know, as especially from the indigenous perspective, it's only when you get to like in particular tribes, only when you pass 30 that you're classed as an adult. And so, yeah, yeah. I, um, yeah, now it's that consistency. It's like, it's that, you know, it's like the same as just showing up into that boring, still space every day and meeting yourself it's like sitting turning up every day and having that nutting it out conversation you know like what's important how do we do it our way refine Mm -hmm. don't worry don't back away from that like real you know steely um you know systems-based conversation of the business you know because eventually you get to the point where you do crave that because what that does is that helps you to capture this chaotic expression of creativity of who you are as a company and what your message is. And the other thing I think is important is really not to think that just because you have a company and you have a message that you have a right for it to be heard um, and for for it to matter to people, Mm -hmm. you know, that's just like, get the fuck over yourself. 
you know, just go and deal with yourself and your own and your own stuff. And that's like, that's what I've had to really, I've had that lesson like happen to me a lot of the times internally. I'm, I'm, I've generally been lucky. Yeah. Well, I've generally been, I feel like I've been lucky that I've seen myself going down that trajectory where I got like a little bit addicted to my stage persona before I started really letting myself get out of control. Um, or or just taking me off course, you know, and just allowing me to run in a way, you know, for 10 years that was like, you know, really, you know, just like um, gratifying yet potentially not was what, not what was going to bring like real good happiness. So yeah, I, I, I think the, the unfortunate thing for those that like a system and I, you know, I've tried many different company structures and listened to all the books and things like that. And I use Mm -hmm. them to an extent but um, yeah, going going for the real, the long haul, and mm-hmm. having consistent and and having finding real solace in mm-hmm. that, that consistency and that discipline, it really you find you just all of us at some point you just tap into these springs where you, you, you feel you share you you really start connecting on a on a unique level to to people and the, I think. If you, f- if you find yourself feeling very subtly, you got to be very honest with yourself. If you're feeling that, I like being competitive, don't get me wrong. I'm a, you know, I'm a competitive person. It's always um, fun. But yeah, it is fun. But when you really find that you, you know, you're, you're getting that anxiousness and if you're watching mm-hmm. and you see that jealousy or you know, if you see that, that if, it's, if it's a feeling of resentment that comes up, you know, just on that, in that mirror of that world of business, even if it's subtle or that pull, maybe, maybe, well, maybe we should try that. Or maybe, you know, that second guessing, if that's present, it's just, it's just a little indicator to just, just, okay, just back up. It's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, and just, just settle down into your foundations and, and figure out who you are. It's not quite time for you to be out there like, you know, because you're going to fall into a place of replication and on comparison. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's just pull, pull your energy back a little bit and you might need to spend some uncomfortable time, not you, but you know, uh, uncomfortable yeah, time putting the, bl- putting the blinders on and just right. not watching, not watching what other people are doing. Yeah. And th- I think that's, I mean, I don't know the answer as I told you, I'm like, but it's an interesting question and I haven't been asked it before, but I've been thinking about it Mm -hmm. um, this week because I'm feeling, I'm feeling quite comfortable and um, all of a sudden I'm feeling, you know, like there isn't just in ahead of me, there isn't just this feeling of the need for, you know, for, for creating a really great message Mm -hmm. and just growing ambiguously. I'm like, I'm quite, you know, I'm feeling just quite comfortable where we're at in the uncertainty of where we're at Hmm. that's good that's good at times (laughs) yeah so it's good and then and with that i mean we've just you know naturally i've i i thought that i was meant for a particular type of person or community Mm -hmm. and i let go of that and i just started educating exactly the way i want to educate and being exactly who i am and that means me sharing my very silly sense of humor and then learning where I actually want to draw the line between mm-hmm. my sense of humor being, mm-hmm. you know, being expressed within my business and then on my personal, you know, my personal life or my personal yeah, Instagram yeah. and that kind of thing. So I've, mm-hmm. that's a huge one. Where are your, where are the organic natural boundaries 
just like where are the organic natural hierarchies in your company versus like bang that's the hierarchy that's your role this is your you know this is you know, these are your roles in the company this is exactly what you need to do these are your you know um your responsibilities it's not that clear yeah. and this this week we're having to have real big conversations as it emerges as happens in any organization yeah. it emerges and then you and it's your job to capture it yeah. so yeah. if you go in slow enough you can do that um, if you go in too fast you miss it and then your only choice is to get backing and and get someone else's corporate dead model into your company and that might be fine if you're in a place where you're like, cool, make a buck, awesome. flip it. Lifeboat. I just want to be people like that's sick as well. But that's, you know, if that's not where you're at, then you got to watch that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's like, that's that, that, that line. If you, if you, if you're a face of the company as well, it's important because that, that took me probably about five years to find that boundary between the company yeah. and myself. I, I, I'm thinking that because at the moment that's something that is happening for like myself as well, going through the similar, fi- similar place, finding, the boundaries and finding what works and finding what is exactly how I want to be useful and portray myself for this side of it. So that's, that's mm. making me think about a few things that I'll have to uh, sit down and meditate on for a while. Down and meditate. I mean, for me, it was like, I resisted it for a long time and all it took was me. Um, I was like, okay, cool. At some point, the energy was me being drawn into my company. Mm. It's mm. like, and you know, I was like, Oh, but that's going to take me away from all my work. And I, and, and ultimately I didn't really care. I was just attached to like being uh, like, you know, being, you know, like a bit of a, you know, just being free to go and like yeah. educate and do my thing. I didn't want to be locked down, but I yeah. started a company. I, I mm-hmm. made a conscious choice to do it. And there I, you know, and either close it mm-hmm. and, and then go and do your thing or just respect the fact that you've drawn in. And yeah. so I got drawn in for a long time and then eventually it spits you out. Yeah. You grow it to the point that works for you and then you have to make a choice. You yeah, but you know, you're going to you're gonna be, you're going to be in prison for a while. Like I was like, I remember like, I was like, I was nearly selling me years ago and I was like, I said to my friend, I was like, I was like, man, I'm just feeling I'm trapped. And he, he had a company as well. And he was like, you are trapped. Just enjoy it. And, um, and that, yeah, that was a, that was a big turning corner for me. He was like, you are trapped. Just, just you just rock that. Find your way out. <laughs> But no, it looks like, like from what you were saying, you found your way out, found your way through the weeds. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, yeah. I mean, it doesn't take long. Once you just mm-hmm. kind of like accept that, you know, you know you just once you just accept it, you find yeah. freedom in discipline. And then I realize I've got way more freedom in who I am and, you know, my own expression for having done that, you know? Mm-hmm. And if I and if and if I felt that it was time to sell and I just didn't want to be that person, then I would have done that. Yeah. But that's what I, I I couldn't. It wasn't there for me. So mm. as soon as I stopped resisting it, I was just like, you know, now that I, it's easy. I'm 33 now. I can reflect on 27 year old Mason and be like, <laughs> it was you know, it was easy. But I struggled like a lot internally, even though mm. I loved what I did. Um, yeah. Just accepting the. And it's important to realize that. I think it's important to share that as well. Like I always look at, I'm getting, getting off on a bit of a tangent. Now I always look at like the businesses and like talking to the people and then go, Oh, it looks so so easy from the outside and what they've done. It looks so easy, but it's never what you think it is. Everyone has to go through their own, their own challenges, find their own way through it. Mm, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah it's through through the fire it's yeah i mean it's super fun you, you, you get yeah i mean of course you know if you can if you've got to practice if you're still throughout it you know if you're not if you 
if you're relating back to yourself, it's just, it's, it can be so smooth and there's going to be big changes, you know, no matter what, you know, and you're going to have to deal with them. But it can far out. It's, it's, it's fun. Whether you're, whether you're working in a, you know, whether you're working in your role and, and doing it, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's beautiful to see, like, you know, offer the opportunity for people to like, you know, they just they're, they have no interest in running their own company, but they get to come and like explore themselves and their roles yeah. and grow it and grow their own roles within, you know, within a community. It's super, mm-hmm. it's like, it's rad to see it play out. It's a lot of fun, you know, just like if you can just, you know, and if you, if you are an entrepreneur and have your own company, um, if you, especially if you're a creative, um, yeah, not to the extent, going. not to the extent where you, like I've got friends who are creatives and I'm it's just like, just don't start a company, you know, like there's you some that the creating. Like, yeah. Yeah, ex- exactly. But you know, if if you're in that middle ground, yeah, if you if you stick with it and you decide, yep, you you're trapped. It's a real you you, you learn to self-parent, you you learn to, you know, mm. self self-regulate and the teacher. It's, yeah, it's good. Real good teacher, yeah. All right, my man. I think we're going to have to wrap it up. I got to I got to run at 8. Is there any um, Yeah, it's a good, last it's a good amount of time. Things? Yeah, any last mm-hmm. things you wanted to share or mention before we head off? Um, I don't even know if I've mentioned any herbs. I mean, like, yeah, I just want to like say with, with tonic herbalism, most of the time people are starting with Jing herbs. So mm-hmm. whether it's super feast, that's like the Jing formula. Herbs, like we talked about deer antler, you know, is yeah, for yeah. like a libido one, you know, the Jing formula is kind of probably like the more consistent one that people start with. That's when you, you know, that's to create the foundation. So your body has that ability to um, adapt to stress with more efficacy and so when you have that foundation you're not leaking your your core vital energy your your primitive energy your primordial energy Mm -hmm. which is known as your jing therefore you can build strong chi so as a secondary on top of the jing or the jing herbs most of the time what we see is useful is people getting onto like a medicinal mushroom blend most of the time that's like the mason's mushrooms yeah or if an individual shaga or reishi or something like that it's just because immunologically we're so deficient to feel what it's like to build your immune system, which the mushrooms are building a very deep innate chi. Mm-hmm. And when you can feel yourself getting into rhythm and in the Western mind, you feel, you know, you're consuming very, you know, we're only working with like either wild foraged, very micro farms growing in the most traditional ways called DDAO. So it's only mm-hmm. like, you know, no municipal water, spring water, you know, away from any, you know, from any industry or anything like that, just you know, like that, the whole, in a, with a Taoist philosophy to get as much as cosmological yes. energy into that herb as possible. When you start taking that, you know, yes, you've got all that energy from a Western sense, you've got mm-hmm. a strong amount um, of, um, of chemistry in that, in that mushroom that's working in synergy in the body, especially yeah. the beta glucans. So there's long chain sugars that are getting in there, you'd know, bypassing the digestive system due yeah. to their high molecular weight, hitting that, um, being prebiotics for one in the body. So we're talking about shagas, lion's manes, cordyceps, maitake, shiitake, being wonderful prebiotics for your indigenous bacteria. But then hitting immunological receptors, especially on the macrophages in your gut-associated lymph tissue in your gut, and then that creating a chain reaction of turning the lights of activation on through your entire innate immune system. At that point, your immunomodulation starts going through the roof especially with consistent usage at that point you start to be able to deal with pathogenic loads within the body bacterial viral fungal 
um, things start going up from there. And probably most importantly for this community as well, you start to get to regulate um, in inflammatory pathways. And so your, yes. your immune system is responsible for cytokine responses um, in, within the body and from cells, especially mm -hmm. when there's cheeky viruses getting in there and tricking your body to thinking that the cytokine um, cascade that it's creating demanding inflammation and mm -hmm. an attack of the immune system is the body itself but in fact it's the virus helping to proliferate medicinal mushrooms are magic for that um, and so that's where the jing and the, the mushrooms are probably a mm -hmm. good place to start just in case anyone was just kind of wondering that yeah no and, that, that was something i was wondering as well well, and at this time as well, like, you know, one, Jing's one of those things, you work with Jing for a few months or a few years, those herbs, and then it gets to a point where you don't really need them anymore. You, you, you include them in your life, but it's like a friend, right? You don't have that crutch on them. As needed. You, you work with them to then you, you change your sleep and you've changed that. You're not leaking. You, don't, you have a sustainable lifestyle. So you don't mm. feel that reliance. You'll feel that happen. Then at this time of year, you, know, you, you maintain your mushrooms, but at this time of year, we work with chi tonics, right? Mm -hmm. Astragalus, white attractor lodes, poria, turkey tail. So the chi formula or, you know, astragalus on its own at, in, when there's infection in the air and when it's autumn, lung season, we're taking a lot of chi tonics. So is it chi blend, turkey tail, as I said, like astragalus, really great. Reishi falls into that category as well. Really potent for autumn and preparing you for, um, you know, just for the immunodeficiency that comes in winter. That's awesome. That's so, so much knowledge. I think that's something that everybody can learn from people who need to or want to really start taking control of their health, mm -hmm. something they can do, places they can look. Mm -hmm. So like what you guys are yeah, doing. Yeah, it's been, man, it's been cool to see this all hits, this whole viral thing hits. And because I've been talking about it for so long, we have such a community that's already active. Mm -hmm. It's been really beautiful to see people. Um, obviously, there's people coming in and reacting and just wanting to take mushrooms because they're really good yeah. for immunity. But there's a lot of people who are just getting, they're feeling that call. Like that's, it's just a wake up call. That's right. Come on. Prevention. Get onto these herbs now. Better Get onto the them now yeah. with consistency. Yep. Come on. Let's yeah. be robust now so we can handle whatever's coming. Mm. So yeah, it's like, it's a, it's been, it's been a really beautiful thing to see everyone step into their power on, with their herbal practice. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what we want to see. That's what we want to hear. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, this has been yeah, this has been a great conversation. Thanks for opening up the the floor so much. Going yeah. into some yeah places I haven't thank haven't you for talked about before. sharing. I love what you're sharing. The philosophy and the the Taoism. Something that I think that I'm gonna have to do a bit more reading and learn from. I mean, every time I have a chat with people, there's things that they bring up. I'm like, wow, I need to do some mm -hmm. digging into that and to learn about that. So yeah, thank you very much for coming on, sharing your knowledge. Pleasure. <laughs>